What's going on, guys? I just want to let you guys know that this was a two-part podcast that I did with Omar, aka Wolf. It was a two-hour conversation, and I didn't want to cut any of it out. The first part will be about being black in the military, and the second part that comes out next week will be about how to run a successful brand with purpose behind it. Hybrid Garbs, a rapidly evolving streetwear clothing brand that was originally founded by his twin brother that passed away due to a tragic event. We talk about where the brand is and why it's so much bigger than a clothing line. This conversation got very personal and vulnerable and i can't wait for you guys to hear it if you haven't already please like comment and subscribe to the channel enjoy the show back again black is the new rich episode 14 today we got a very special guest the man the myth the legend um uh recently we recently connected and um just uh, i know there's a lot going on so i had to reach out and you know i wanted to get his story but further ado i want you to introduce yourself <laughs> man like wolf fire in the booth <laughs> uh no my name is omar preferably wolf uh we'll get into why that is and i'm the owner of hybrid garbs i i shouldn't even like to say the owner i just want to say like yeah the owner i don't want to say the founders i mean a lot of people don't know the story about how it started but mm-hmm. i'm the f- I'm, I'm the owner i it's in my possession is what i like to out of respect for my brother and stuff you know? yeah, so, yeah for sure and yeah, we're going to get into who I am, what I do and all that stuff in this great conversation. Super excited to be here. Um, like, subscribe, send to a friend because like this podcast, I've been watching it for the last, you know, five episodes and Corey, you're doing some big stuff. Thank you. I like, appreciate it. I'm locked in. I've sent to people. It's changing lives. People are like, yo, when's the next episode coming up? Uh, and I'm like, appreciate shit, it. it might be me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, have this conversation with you. All right, Brett. So I see you have hybrid. You're in the military. Someone told me that. <laughs> Someone told <laughs> Someone you. Someone told me that. <laughs> and I do see your movement with uh, mental balance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so those mm-hmm. are the things we ha- you have going on right now. And I'm going to come back to those things. But first, I want to know like the lead up to how you got to where you are today. Like, let's take it back. Like, maybe like since we're like 22. Honestly, like, man, there's so many. You know, when they say like a year is a, a, year is a long time. Mm-hmm. It's so short, but it's a long time because so much can happen in a year. Mm-hmm. If you ask me when I was in, you know, university, even even earlier high school, where I'd be at 30 years old today. Mm-hmm. COVID took away two years. I'd like to go back to being 28, <laughs> but I'm 30 now. Uh, I would have give you a different answer. Um, life has its ways. I used to play soccer, you know, baller, soccer player. Uh, I, I, you know, you, you know, you think you're going to be Pele or, or Ronaldinho. You know, you think you're going to be something. I got the scholarship, went away to the States, came back, then, you know, went to University of Sudbury. And honestly, soccer just wasn't, you know, it wasn't hitting. It wasn't you know, you fulfilling said, the purpose. It wasn't fulfilling the purpose. Uh, I got hurt a little bit too. So you start to get a reality check. Like, you know, I'm not going to be a pro soccer player. So mm-hmm. what's next? And at the time before I joined the army, you know, my definition, you know, being a gamer and all doing Call of Duty and mm-hmm. stuff like that and watching all these army movies, my definition of a man was a soldier. Mm-hmm. I felt like soldiers were real men. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, you see like, you know, the Russians are like, not, not the Russians. Or <laughs> bad example. But you see like the Americans, you know, the GI Joes and stuff, you feel like those are real soldiers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so I felt like to be a man, to really call yourself a man, you, you, you should be a soldier. So I, I, I joined and I was wrong. <laughs> you, you don't need to, to, being a soldier doesn't make you a man, mm-hmm. but it definitely helped me grow as a man for sure. Mm-hmm. I think, 
I would never be who I am today if I wasn't in the military. Um, this is not a recruiting, or you know, we'll use it as a recruiting campaign. Well, how long ago was the military for you? Uh, you know, you first of all, I'm still in the army, yeah, yeah. active right now. But I started in 2015, so I that's young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if I knew, if I knew what I knew now, then I would have started right at 16. Really? But I was like, yeah, and like it's just better because the trade that I'm in, which is infantry, so what you guys would know as like the shoot them up bang bang those yeah, guys yeah. that's what i do and that's a young man's game like mm, you gotta be like it's like it's like a sport yeah, like, yeah yeah at your peak level you're running down carrying all those weights you know you got the the, the water the ammo yeah your vest the weapon and yeah. if you're a big dog you're carrying the machine gun and it's so just, where are you right now so right now um i'm based out of uh downtown toronto actually at fort york okay and, my role right now is just teaching so oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if, you did all the the I, levels i the did yeah and... yeah i did all that i i i'm right now i'm a master corporal um sergeant qualified so i should be getting promoted soon and i just teach so if you join the army tomorrow and you join my particular unit so how it works is you have units around the city so let's call them all high schools okay so if you kind of come to my high school and yeah. join my high school i'll teach you oh okay uh if you go to like another high school we might meet but you have like our own, be, they have their yeah, own teachers. Their own teachers. We have our own teachers and we kind of come together if like we're doing an exercise or a tournament. Oh, okay. Say a better example. Okay. So that's what I do now. Um, I'm taking a step back. Mm-hmm. I, t- I took, uh, I'm taking two months off right now to, uh, for hybrids. I, yeah. I, I think, uh, it's time, you know, I, I preach to a lot of people. You can't have fast things. You can't say you want something to be like if you want to be a professional basketball player. Instant gratification. You gotta, you gotta be, you know, you gotta do it. You gotta put do, in the work. Put in the work. You can't be working a full time job, mm-hmm. a night shift, and mm-hmm. then train two hours a day mm-hmm. and say I want to be a professional basketball player, but I'm doing all this. Mm-hmm. So I have to. So I was at a spot where I, you know, I saved enough money and I said, you know, what, I'm gonna stop working for a little bit. So right now it's just hybrids. Yeah. And it's a scary scary yeah, thing yeah because you took that leap yeah you know that's why because the, the military sounds like it was like your security as well yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the military is like school that, that's not going anywhere yeah. so if anything right now and you know you know god forbid hybrids took a took a left and went south or something like that i just go back yeah and work call it a day and yeah. that's what i don't want to do so yeah. working hard that's why sam's podcast when i saw you talking to sam that's why it hit because Oh, people don't understand the entrepreneur. Yeah, they don't. You don't understand don't. how they scary don't. it gets. Like when you make decisions to stop doing everything else to do what you're doing, it's scary, scary, scary business. And the army is a big part of my life. Like that, the army helped me through everything. Yeah. And if what I, type of lessons are you learning in the military? Obviously, the discipline, uh, the rigorous training. Mm. Like what's going on? Because I, you're the first person that I know that's like did the army thing. To Honestly, be honest. for me, so the first thing is. Mine is a summer man, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I joined the army in Sudbury. So yeah. <laughs> first thing, Sudbury is cold as shit. Yeah. That's the first part. Uh, that's when I first, first, I remember walking to school one day, like class, out of the dorm, and it was like negative 40. Bro, I just went Jeez. back inside and sent the email. Can't make it to class. It's, yeah. it's dangerous outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, in Toronto, they would have shut down the schools for that yeah, yeah. But they were like, like it's every day like yeah, you, yeah. you gotta you gotta come so when i joined the army i joined there so immediately i was in like winter training so you're sleeping outside sleeping outside sleeping outside so when i say like first of all the sky in in the north is different the stars are very nice mm-hmm. you can see everything clearly i'm sitting i'm looking at the sky and i'm like yo what am i doing, doing here <laughs> like and at that point and this is no shade to that unit but there was no other black people mm-hmm. like there's just how geographically that's just how, that's it, how was. it goes yeah. and they were very like 
I never experienced racism yet there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, it was it was dope. Like you know, you, you sit and look at the sky like black people shouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, you look to the left and it's like they're having a great time. And it's like now that I know they they they, they were just good at suffering and silent, mm-hmm. whereas I was suffering out loud, like yeah. complaining. It's cold. Yeah. And you know, you get to that breaking point where like your mind starts to play games, and then you, now it's a whole mental thing. Mm-hmm. Your body's not even involved. Just pure mentals. You're literally talking yourself up or talking yourself down. Jeez. And now it's just. And that can make you or break you. Man, you have people quitting, like, just off of, I can't do this. No, I don't want to do it. And then you start to break down, like, what you could be doing instead. Mm. And you start to look at, and this is where, like, Instagram will be the death. You start looking at, like, what other people are doing. So why am I here in the army? And again, no shade to the army, but it's not the best paying job. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we were there for the money. Yeah. Um, So you start really, like, yo. So that's where you learn a lot of lessons. You learn how to fight through mentally. Mm-hmm. The army will break you to the point where you now are unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Like little things can't bother. So, you. like, your would you say like you went through many like ego deaths in the in the military? I as I like there is some po- points where like I was like naturally if we if me and you go to the gym together mm-hmm. and we're both home weights, I'm not my pride is not gonna let you beat me. Yeah, like yeah, facts. I'm gonna pump what you're pumping. Yeah. We're gonna get this done. Mm-hmm. But there's times where guys are like and younger guys too like and they're just beating me out of everything i felt like i didn't feel like a man the same reason i joined yeah it wasn't hitting yeah you know, i didn't feel like the man that i yeah, joined yeah, to yeah, be yeah, yeah. so the you know it put things in perspective like you know humility was a huge thing over there like mm-hmm. you know rank is a big thing they go by rank we don't go by age like so my boss even right now like one of my captains he's like 25 mm-hmm. so he's five years younger than i am and he just you know he's smart he just joined the army at a young age did his did his job did his job ranked up and now he's where he's at mm-hmm. so a lot of humility a lot of you know i i thought i was a leader before the army mm-hmm. like i was captain of my soccer teams and stuff the army showed me that i wasn't the leader that i thought i was in what ways you know what a lot of times for instance soccer mm-hmm. when i when i was in my last year of university at laurentian and like i hope that i'm gonna send this to the the, the guys that were on the team at that time i wasn't a good leader when I was the captain my last year, because I was I was doing a lot of dictating versus leading by example. True, 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 true. I, at that point, I was already like a three-time OUA All-Star. Mm-hmm. Like my chest was a little big. I'm the captain now. I'm the oldest on the team. I've already done my my work to show you guys that I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did feel I was the best player at the time. So I wasn't, I was, I was a dickhead. I, was, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't a good leader. And I was leading off of what I did and not what I'm doing. Mm, not in the moment. Not in the moment. Mm. You, 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 what you did, cool. But you got to like lead off of what is happening now, right now, what you're doing right now. Mm. And the army showed me that like you, nobody really cares about what you did. Mm-hmm. That's all about what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I learned that because, you know, every single day in the field, like there's a new situation, a new person's having a mental breakdown, Jeez. a new person's crumbling and, you gotta like really lead by example. Yeah. You can't talk about surviving and you're not surviving. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me. I, when I got to that point where I saw people watching me, I was like, okay, let me let me tough it out. Let okay. Me, let me. People are watching me. Let me let me suffer in silence around the corner. Or mm-hmm. Let me. So the army made me a, a big time leader because I knew what it take to show other people the way. Like, just follow me, and uh, the job will get done. Or I would honestly also be very vulnerable with my feelings. Too. I was like, about to ask you that. Um, 
being vulnerable in the military is that looked as weakness uh, looked as weakness or no. and you know what like when the guys first join even me you think you're soft doing that you think you're soft like but man i have so i joined 2015 so this is like remember you know 9 11 and stuff so yeah four years too late to go to the whole afghanistan thing true so the guys that are my superiors right now they were in afghanistan we had guys who didn't come back from Afghanistan. So we've had conversations where, you know, obviously we'll get into my brother's situation. But when that happened, they were, they were right there. They came to my house. We spoke about it. Mm -hmm. they, you know, they knew what I was going through. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we connect on a different level. It's a safe place. Like we don't shy away from that. And yeah, there's going to be guys who, you know, obviously it's still the army. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that we're still growing soldiers that are tough. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to throw some jabs. We're going to make fun of each other and stuff like that. Even though like, the world is changing. We still try to keep it to a, a point where like, okay, hey, this is the army, right? Yeah. And we're still adjusting as well, but it is a, it is a very safe space to, to speak about your emotions and your feelings because the reality is in the worst case situation, you're going to go to war with these guys mm -hmm. and, and you're going to need them. And I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to know that you're okay. Your mind's right True. to get the job done. True. And if something's not sitting well with you at home, something's not, you know, you're going through a breakup. Cause you remember these kids think back to when we went through stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Now you go through, you know, you, your girl breaks up with you on Friday morning and we're going away Friday night to see the weekend oh, in negative 40. So you have to. Your mind's already half done. Yeah. Because, you know, and there's no, there's no harm in or shame in saying it. Like as big as Wolf is now, like, bro, I've, I've been in the heartbreak seat. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and I've been in the heartbreak seat with Wallace at the army. Jeez. Like I've been in the negative cold stressing over Gail. Mm -hmm. Like, so... We, we definitely want to make it so that people know, like, you know, if you're going through something, talk about it. Let me let me walk you through it. But we got to get the job done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we definitely train, like, you know, we're going to fight. Like, I can't have you stressing about your loss in the basketball game that you just took. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, you missed the fight, that you missed the penalty in soccer. Your girlfriend broke up with you. Your parents are going through a divorce. We got to know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's just, because you can lose your life. And then, about you know, like think of it from a simple standpoint, too. Training with live live rounds. Bro, you start training the wrong way, and a man gets depressed, and he's you know, you know, suicide is a real thing too. True. He so you know he turns it on himself or tries to take people with him because he's emotionally not there. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about that. So mm -hmm. we definitely do a good job making sure everyone knows, like, open their policy full effect because it is real life. It's not far fetched. Mm -hmm. We've seen it where people are really, you know, doing stuff that hurt other people, and we're training at 16 years old. We're giving a 16 year old kid like a machine gun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and all the ammo in the world. <laughs> so he he makes a wrong decision and turns that like mm -hmm. we're done, right? So we want to definitely just uh, take be care open of the mind. and take care of the mind. That's why mental balance is so important to me too, because you start to realize like, you know, I think that, you know, we say it all the time, like it's it sucks, but we're all going to embrace the suck together. Like mm -hmm. it does suck. There's, remember, even though I'm teaching, I'm in the field with them. Yeah. True. So it doesn't, they, they're going through it and I'm yelling at them, but I'm still here too. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. you know, like it's, we're all going through this together and we're all going to eat it up together. So you just got to embrace the suck is what we say. Mm -hmm. So tough in the army, but yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of good lessons that come uh, from uh, A thousand percent. You wouldn't take it back. I would, I would join earlier. Sure. I would have, honestly, looking at things now, you know, you, you, you everyone's going to say what they could have, should have done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, w I probably might have taken the army more seriously than I took soccer. Really? Yeah. That's a big statement. Yeah. And you know, soccer is like, was my heart. It brought me like my best friends, yeah. family, you know, like to see the guys on the national team right now make the World Cup, like congrats to them. Like I played with those guys, you mm -hmm. know, like Danielle Henry, Jonathan Asario, those guys. Like, yeah. 
seeing that is like wow like it's so it's i'm we're living through history and i'm so happy to know those people that are making history mm -hmm. but in regards to where i want to be where i would have been how i want to help the world and seeing where the world's at right now i would have definitely been full throttle afghanistan no problem and not because like it's cool or anything totally gun stuff but when you go travel and you see different places of the world you'll see that we are so lucky to be canadian mm -hmm. and we don't even actually realize it and people really 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 do have the time of day to complain about some stuff that don't, don't matter. matter true like there's people like we have we the fact that we're even allowed to have opinions mm -hmm. is, is it's crazy to say this but we're lucky yeah you know that in certain middle east countries women <coughs> women can't voice can't nothing, voice nothing. Yeah, yeah they keep, they're not even allowed to learn yeah and we can pick choose and refuse what school we're going to we can bash you know, bash that shit. Like, if any Humber man's are listening to this, it's a Sheridan thing. Yeah? <laughs> like, I don't know if Corey remembers, but yeah, I went to Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, I did, I did. you know, so yeah. I know I saw that shit. Humber just won that ba that yeah, basketball thing. It's still a Sheridan thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Good for those guys, but you know, we we have the opportunity to choose, make so many decisions, and to to make positive ones and negative ones. Mm. You know, like we have that's the hybrid. Like, there's no good or bad. We have the choice to make good choices and bad choices. Sometimes you're actually forced to make the bad choice. Like, mm. you know, the African countries that are just forcing young kids to join like the militias and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they're raping women and stuff like that. Like these, these kids are being forced into these negative lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And then you have like, obviously, you know, in Russia, there's conscription. So you got soldiers that people that don't want to be soldiers, but they have to be soldiers. Mm -hmm. You got people that don't want to be in armies, but they have to be for a year. Me personally, I'll be honest with you though. I think it's a great idea to, to have, have to everyone. have a year yeah i think i think it would change people's perspective on life like yeah join the army for a year make it mandatory get some discipline in everybody mm -hmm. but more so appreciation mm -hmm. for a comfy like bed gratitude. like bro i can sleep anywhere now mm -hmm. i can sleep on the couch <laughs> i can sleep on the floor yeah because in the field you're looking for the, the closest tree branch and you're like hey this one's nice and you're oh, you're worried crazy. about yeah you're like yeah. you know you get your backpack and you're like hey little cushion and then you yeah. get your rifle and you're holding it like this all right good position and someone's like, what's going on like yeah, so yeah. We, we we actually like it's called bumping so like we'll have them sleep and they'll be sleeping till like let's say 2 a.m mm -hmm. and like 3 30 we're just like all right we're gonna wake them up and see how fast they can get ready so remember people are in their sleep it's, remember it's like negative like 20 that's crazy you're in your sleeping bags and stuff and you're just in the tents mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll just see how fast you That's get ready. Different. Imagine looking for your sock, your shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it was worse for me because I was blind at time too. So I'm looking for my contacts, my glasses. Oh, I'm looking God. for everything. I'm yeah. coming out there. And at some point, like in the spring, in the summer, you actually just see man's like they get bumped. You should just see man's no shirt, no socks, just pants and gun on standby. Like, yeah, because if you're getting attacked, what are we wait for? Yeah, right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Like yeah, we're yeah. able to dress up later. So there's a lot of simulations that we that we do that are, are real life stuff. And to see it like play out and yeah, man, it's it's the the army it's experience i i would i would i would strongly advise i don't even know i don't i don't speak on trudeau but i'd strongly advise him or whoever is after that mm -hmm. <laughs> to to make it mandatory. mandatory but you know not everyone's gonna like that i just think for me from my opinion it, there's a lot of pros to it mm -hmm. a lot of disciplines and a lot of just respect you build in commodities like i said it's like a sport like you're, you're going there with people that you wouldn't normally be around and that's a big thing about sports too mm -hmm. sports in the army like you're gonna meet people and interact with people that you wouldn't choose to do on your own true true and that's the biggest thing like we're meeting all different races all different races mm -hmm. all different people that you wouldn't you know when they say you know let's do a group project you're gonna pick your boy yeah 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 
when that teacher says, no, nah, I'm assigning it, you're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 but then you meet, like, that kid in the class that you would have never spoken to. And the kid's actually a dope kid. Mm-hmm. The Army does a lot of that stuff. Like, I, I teach now, so there's a separation. But I'm meeting some people that are like, I wouldn't have spoken to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just and, uh, you know, I say this as respectfully as I can, but just off of how they look. Mm-hmm. And that's that's messed up. Like, we make decisions. Oh, they don't really look like my type of person. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. All right, so I'm really going to speak to them. Then I started speaking to some kids. I'm like, holy, you're a dope. smart, you're a dope mm-hmm. individual. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So then you ever come to one of my parties, you'll see like, you know, I got the army guys, the yeah, soccer yeah, guys, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the bike squad is a whole different thing. Yeah. And then I have some randos who were like, yo, how you know this guy? Yo, bro, <laughs> I'm a people person. Yeah. I like to meet people everywhere I go. I will like, you know, we, we want to get black people, black men. I was just going to ask To start that. passing yeah. each other and saying hi a little bit more and giving yeah. each other public dabs yeah, and yeah, not yeah. with that tension. Bro, I'm, I'm There's like, a lot of that tension. And it's all like how we were raised, you know, how it grows. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look at high schools. You're not from my high school. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you? Yeah, like, yeah. coming in you from, I'm not going to Gates and the <laughs> uniform. Like, those guys are like, what are you doing over here? It's just, it's very like, from the root of it, it's all gang mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you're not from my area. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing here? Okay, mm-hmm. I've never seen you before. We're just so aggressive towards each other. So the army can get, honestly, it can get rid of all that. Yeah, is there negatives in the army? Absolutely. There's, there's negatives in everything. everything. Yeah, that yeah. You're going to, you know, someone's watching this and be like, no, what is racism in the army? Yeah, of course, 100%. Have I experienced it? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've experienced racism in school. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it when I worked at FedEx. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, there's racism everywhere, and that's how you deal with it, right? The, the, the organization is still full of humans, mm-hmm. and there's still going to be human errors, human mistakes, mm-hmm. human feelings. And change can happen. And change can happen. So we're, we're working through it. Um, again, it's a very, very, very big part of my life. I probably will never quit until I, like they force me out. And if even if hybrids is really really well, and I was a millionaire, I wouldn't quit the army. Wow! I would if if, if hybrids turns into a million dollar company tomorrow, which it will. No, not if. Yeah, when, not if. When. when when it when it happens, we'll get into what hybrids is about. But mm-hmm. when it happens, I wouldn't quit. I would go bless the man them. Mm-hmm. I would go get us like airsoft guns and run a, a sick training camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that the army definitely has my my heart and soul for sure. Hundred How can we um bring more black men to the army? So it's funny, um, an article just came out the other day from Toronto Star talking about the army's too white and too male. Mm. And I laughed. I sent, I, I copied the email and I sent another email and I copied it. Like, so yeah, I'm looking for a, a contract doing recruiting because we obviously have a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to secure my position in the bag, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of mis- misunderstandings with the army. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be what I am. You don't have to be the shoot em up bang bang guy. Like, you know, you don't have to be the gunman. You're going to learn how you, everyone has to learn how to use guns. Mm-hmm. But there is memory. Everything in the, we call it c- civilians. It's funny because the same way the streets call it civilians yeah, is yeah. the same way the army calls it civilians. Interesting. So civilians, like civvies, everything you guys have on in your civilian life, we have in the army. So we got doctors, lawyers, police mm-hmm. officers, firefighters, your therapists. Your own set. We have our own set of that. Yeah. So if you're doing that or you want to aspire to do that, you can do that in the army. Mm-hmm. You, you can just do it in the army. And yeah. not to say it's easier to get in, but yeah. <laughs> if you do it via the army chain, you're actually probably more likely to get it done. Mm-hmm. And then you could take it and go back to the civilian life and True. use it as a transferable uh, skill. Like I know it costs a lot of money right now to get your AZ, DZ and stuff like that, like 10K mm-hmm. or whatever. It's free in the army. Mm-hmm. So you can join the army, you get it there and you and take you can, it. Yeah, now it's, it's free. Everywhere is free. So you, there's just, I think for us, especially as black people, it's always been a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and a lack of understanding and 
who's going to connect the dots like you know financial education is just something we were never taught so who's going to bring it to us i before i started teaching my job was recruiting so i was going to like all the toronto schools in rexdale like father henry carr mm -hmm. and and them and, and talking to kids about why they should oh, join and yeah. i had like 10 out of maybe like 50 kids like 10 would join Jeez, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's a yeah, good. That's yeah, a good yeah. rate. And I wasn't getting paid per number, but you know, I'm just trying, to, <laughs> trying to tell the army why they should get me uh, the job. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it was dope to see. But the first thing you know, anyone's gonna ask you is, "Do I gotta go to war? Or do I gotta do this?" It's like it's, it's not like that, especially with the reserves. There's a big difference. Like I'm a reservist with what does that like, mean? So there's part time and there's full time. Mm -hmm. If you really want to do army and that's all you want to do you you don't mind being away long periods of time from your family and stuff you should you might look at full-time okay um there's a lot more benefits too like you'll get your education fully paid for mm -hmm. um you know obviously you sign a contract now so you're going to be employed for the next like five six years mm -hmm. um but you know the cons you, you know you're going to go away yeah you will if something happens you are going you yeah. are going um whereas reserves now is the best part-time job to have yeah because we are very, very much trying to make sure that you do what you do suicide and bring that education here True. and that knowledge here. So we want you to go to school. We want you to have another job. We want you to do all these amazing things and just add your experience to the growth of the army as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have doctors who join. Like I taught a principal. Principal was about to retire and said, you know, like, I want to try this out. Wow. Well, dude was like, dude was like 45. Yeah, any age. You just have to be under, I think it's like, don't call me like 65 or something like that. Oh. But he was 45. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like I'm his teacher now. So I'm yelling at him and I'm having a field day with him because he's a principal. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yo, I remember my principals. And if I could just run it back yeah. on him. So I'm having a field day. We're making fun. I'm like, yeah, like, uh, sir, I, I just be respectful. I'm like, sir, listen, give me 10 push ups. <laughs> you know, like I would just go into him. But it was crazy. Like That's principals dope. make money, eh? Yeah. So he wasn't there for the money. He's there for the mindset. He was there for the mindset. He wanted to try it out, and he made it. He was he was doing better than all the kids because he knew why he was there. Mm. He he came in there with the mentality that the he wanted to see how it was, and he made it happen. And it was amazing to see that. And you look back at why, oh, you know, I want to try something new. And it's like, you know, when you have that kind of like financial freedom and you have a good job, you can make decisions like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for us as black people. We don't have a lot of breathing room to make mistakes mm -hmm. and to to and when I say make mistakes, I mean put yourself on a hole financially and then be able to recover. Or like we don't we have lack the education and we lack the education. Or we don't have you know mommy to give us the kickstart to True. to do something like you know this podcast costs money. That's out of your bag, right? Mm -hmm you know somebody else's mom might have provided it all and the space yeah, and the studio yeah, 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 set yeah. you up you don't have to leave home you got yeah. the basements just your spot yeah, yeah like yeah. the whole thing set up now you're late now all your money's in your pocket then you take the the 100k you make no expenses yeah, and you go yeah, do what you're doing. yeah yeah like i just got a spot for hybrids and now you know hybrids does x amount per month mm -hmm. let's say that on the podcast <laughs> um and now we have rent it's like, yeah. X amount is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's just, I think we need, um, you know, more people in better positions. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love teaching because I want to just show black men and, and everyone really, because I'll be the first to tell you, like, I love people as a whole. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of situations that has been happening lately in the media that I had to remind people before everything, I'm a black man. True. So I love, you know, Asian people. Indian people, white people are cool. Like <laughs> I love, I love, I love everybody. But I'm still black men first, and I want to make sure black people are good 
first. first. Cool. Because we've been behind so far that we're trying to just catch up. Mm-hmm. So that is one of my biggest priorities right now to make sure, yeah, the army does see a lot more black people because it's it's an amazing organization to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can make it better. Mm-hmm. It's like sports. Mm-hmm. Like, like the sports is filled with black people. True. We, we make it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the rap culture and music is filled with black people. You know, we add a little spice. <laughs> Come bring it to the army. We might solve a lot more problems, right? So I, I just. a good analogy. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think the world needs to see more people of color in, in position so they all believe it. Because remember, if we look at like 2035, you know, everyone's going to be mixed mm-hmm. with something. There's going to be more mixed people. So much people. crossbreeding going on. You might have that application that's, you know, the application right now that's kind of beneficial to us when it yeah. comes to visible minority. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. That might switch soon. Yeah. And it might be like, are you white? Okay, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, we need you. Like that, that might switch. So, you know, like we, we got to be aware of that and just put ourselves in better positions to succeed and, and help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the big things with hybrids. I've always, if anyone's in my DMs, I've always been very transparent about how to get this done, mm-hmm. right? Um, flip side, we're still a, still a competitive environment, so we don't give away all the gems, but, and, you know, keep it moving and help each other out. But that's, that's where we can kind of, with the army especially, I'm definitely looking to recruit all this. If you are a mother watching this, um, let them know. You just need to hit me up. <laughs> we can talk if your kid is. And I don't want the, he's bad, send him to the army. No, nah, he's brilliant, send him to the army. Mm. Like, he's bad. We'll start him out too, like, obviously. Yeah. But let's stop thinking like that too. He's mm. bad. Let me send him to the army. No, 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 no. Because we're taking brilliant people too. Like, we're a space where we can make brilliant people even better and we want bringing people to make our organization even True. better so this is not send him so like you know he, he fixes, he fixes up. up cause don't get it twisted you can send a bad kid to the army and he'll get worse mm. like remember we're building soldiers here mm-hmm. so he, you know and, and to be very honest with you, a bully can come to the army and get worse you just get stronger. Yeah, yeah. Get a knowledge of a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now then we got a, then it's a rap. Then you have a real problem. Then we got a real problem, right? You, you, you know, does that happen? Of course. Of course. There's people that are coming to to get better, stronger to, to for their own agenda. So don't think it's like, it's not a perfect world over there. Like, we're not saving everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, not everybody's there for the right reasons. That's mm-hmm. why when I teach, I try to make sure people know, like, why are you here? Because mm-hmm. it can't be money. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that, Trudeau, it can't be money. Raise that <laughs> price. It, you know what I'm saying? Um, it can't be money. So, why are you here? And that, you know, it's unfortunate to say this, but if we look at society today and everything beyond, you have to remember, like, it's not far-fetched for someone to be here to learn what they got to learn to do something bad. Mm-hmm. It's not far-fetched. So, you know, that's why we vet people. That's why they go through a, a, de- a heavy application process. It's important because at the end of the day, it's not far-fetched for someone to join, spend five years just to learn everything to, 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 turn to spin it, it back Yeah, and in a negative way. So, you know, I just want people to know that the army is there. It is definitely a good career path. Again, if I could go back, they offer army co-op mm-hmm. and we're the only co-op that pays. Mm-hmm. So while in school getting credits, you're getting paid. Yeah, you're in the army, but you're getting paid to mm-hmm. not be in school until, you know, get your mm-hmm. credits. And at that point, you're already ahead of the game. So mm-hmm. not why, why wait till school is done or to be in university? You're 16, you're fresh, you're young, your body, you're training your body to be max performance mm-hmm. and survive the, the harsh summers because it gets hot too. And then the deadly winters. And then by the time you're like 25, you're like, yo, 
I can do anything. Yeah. And you're jumping out of planes and all that fun stuff. There's there's different things too, but the army's a good space and dope. I think a lot more people should look into it for dope. sure. Dope. All right. Hybrid garbs. Man. Where do we start? Where does it start for you? You know what? What's the backstory? I keep leaning into my guy. I just want to spit fire in the beach right now. <laughs> like, honestly, I <laughs> and then sometimes I like rap to myself. Like, this, <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity to be like, yo, listen, I've been holding on to this line. <laughs> but um, hi, hybrid garbs, like, honestly, guys. It's flooding like, the streets right now. I see it in the community. It's growing. I see you got your spot. Yeah, yeah. But hi- that's that started from somewhere. Yeah, hybrid garbs, man. We got to go back. Like, so for those. Obviously, there's a. We're gonna be talking. Like, we're gonna be talking some deep stuff. But like, I didn't start Hybrid Garbage. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like to say like I'm the founder, the creator. Like I'm the owner. I just own it now. Um, my twin brother Jamar started Hybrids oh. at the time. I so yeah, that. yeah, he started. I wasn't even involved if, at all. At all. I was oh. just there to take pictures and look like you know like oh the, the other side of the wolf. Like yeah, that was my role. I didn't care for it. I didn't believe in it. And you know like. You know, you're, I don't know how many friends come up to people and say they want to be rappers and how many people like condone it or how many people kind of say that's. Yeah. So that was like when he said he wanted to start a clothing line, it was very much like the whole rapper thing. Like, oh, you want to be a rapper? God, like, <laughs> God help us. Like, you want to start a clothing line? What's, what's, what's going to make our clothing line pop versus the other hundred clothing lines yeah, out yeah, there? Yeah. So I, I was very negative towards the situation. Um, and I was away with the army f- still early. So I was doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really trying to. Like I was very systematic, you know, school, soccer, army. Mm-hmm. So very, very organized, very trying to do what I'm doing. So when he started it, he had started it with the two wolves and they're supposed to represent us. And like the, our slogan, there's no good without the bad was literally just like, there's no me without him. Mm-hmm. I know him without I, just as twins, you know, identical and all. Um, and I just thought it was weird. So I, you know, looking <laughs> back on it now, like good on him for picking the logo. Cause yeah. people are like, yo, the logo's so cool. I'm like, you know, I, I now I kind of walk other brands through how they can start. Like finding a logo is actually very hard. It's very hard. Like, it has to represent you for yeah, forever. Forever. And yeah. you change it and that's committing to like rebranding. You don't mm-hmm. really want to do that. Yeah. You want to pick it once. So him getting that was like, like now that I think, oh my God, this guy was smart. He was onto something. But he started, it was going well. Honestly, I, I was only like, he called me, picture, cool. And then done. I knew nothing of it really. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really in depth with it until... I remember he took me to LA. We went to LA. He he took a few of us and went like he had us all in the shirts and the t-shirts and stuff. And we were, I'll never forget this. We went out and we were in a booth beside like at the time, Young and May was just bump bumping. So Ooh oh, um, just came out. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, big. around there. So yeah, yeah. she was like right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so he's calm and collected. He's cool. I'm like coming out of the army, like, I'm giddy right now. <laughs> I'm trying to like find a way to get this picture yeah yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to get over there yeah, yeah but yeah. i don't know how to do it suddenly and he i can go like this he's like yo stop looking <laughs> he's telling me like you know like chill out chill out and yeah, yeah, be yeah. cool and i was like nah like you see like so she was there and then there's these dancers called late twins they're from france and they came over in the booth i didn't know who they were but he's talking to them i just seen their twins i'm like okay cool twins twins of twins like this is kind of cool and then I, I saw who they were after. I'm like, yo, I was beside this guy. So now I'm like telling people, I'm like, yo, we're in LA. <laughs> we're here with Young and May. We're yeah, here with this. Yeah. We're here with that. And what the, the, when I saw like they brought the boot, the bottles out, and you know, you could get like those your little name or something on the oh, yeah, presentation yeah, 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 yeah. thing. It just said hybrids. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's tough. And <laughs> then like, 
there were girls there and there was, it was I was still, I was starstruck and I was like holy shit this might work yeah yeah like yeah. now I'm like you know seeing is believing so he's over there we went with some manufacturers there we gave some people t-shirts he had like some rappers wearing it and it was just like bomb 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 and I remember looking at the Instagram one day it was like 106 followers mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like 1500 oh geez so I'm like and then everybody was just like wearing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, bro, I didn't even have stuff. Yeah. And people were wearing it. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, yo, yo, give me some stuff. Like, he's like, you got paper. I was like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> yo, let me tell pay? you something. <laughs> Honestly, though, Jamar definitely taught me like, like we're twins, but he was definitely my older brother. Like mm-hmm. he taught me like, you got to really work for your stuff. You can't expect handouts from people. Like, Facts. I agree, though. I remember the my twin brother, eh? Yeah. And for whatever reason, he had money. We'll talk about that after. Mm-hmm. But you think I like I could go to him and say, "Yo, I need this, <laughs> I need this? Mm-hmm. without a whole conversation about why, why I should have it for myself and what are you doing? With and it? what are you doing with it? And you know, now that I look back on everything he was trying to show me, it's like, yeah, you 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 have to be your own man, stand in your own twos. Like mm-hmm. you know, Shaq Shaq said it to his kids. I think well, like, yeah, I see. Shaq that. said, yeah, "Yo, yeah. just you That's know, my I'm money. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are not rich. I'm rich mm-hmm. and." Yeah, like, yo, get it, get it on your own. Cause, you know, when, and it's funny, cause I'll say, like, you know, if he goes and he did go, but it's like, now he's not here. Now I gotta, I gotta figure it all out. So when, uh, before all that happened, I really started to get involved. Um, I had come back from the army. Now we're spending more time. So you, you have to understand, um, you're we, away from him. We are aware for, for a long time. So, so when I got my changing. soccer scholarship, mm-hmm. I was in New York. And he was in Indiana. Okay. Then I came playing soccer playing as well. Playing soccer, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He was. He, he wasn't. I was better at first, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but he got better. But that's another, <laughs> that's another conversation. Yeah. But yeah, then he went to Indiana. I went to New York, and then he left um, Indiana, and actually, he moved to uh, Thailand. He oh. started playing there, and then he pro. went to pro, and oh. then he went to Belgium for a bit. And I was in the army, so like we're talking about like there's like seven year gap. So we're seeing each other for birthdays. Yeah. Christmas and stuff like that, but we're not we're not learning each other. Like I had You're never not growing got, together. At that I had point. never gotten drunk with him, like ever. ever. One time I got drunk with him, he was like, he looked at me, and he's like, "This I'm never going." Like he was so embarrassed, <laughs> and like I was having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like remember, so I went to school in Sudbury. So for lack of better words, I'm chilling with white guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're getting drunk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the, the cool black way to get drunk yeah, is, yeah, yeah. but. I'm getting drunk. Yeah. I'm drinking a drink. <laughs> I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I'm drinking to drunk. Yeah. So I got drunk and I never, he was so, you know what? Though? There was a shooting that happened at the club. Mm-hmm. So I had, we were in the club together and he was with like, bro, these, I don't really like going to clubs downtown. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the Soka Fetter, the dancer guy. Yeah, yeah. Because the clubs downtown are very much stand up. Yeah, stand up, watch stuff. The vibe's a little different. It's a little tense. Yeah, very mm-hmm. tense. So, <laughs> They bring this big bottle, like it was like a body, like a bottle, like of one of the fucking gray gooses. It's this tall. Yeah. But he left it with me. It's, oh, so I'm like, hey, girls are coming. Like, shot, yeah. shot, shot. Yeah, We're having yeah, shots. Yeah. I get wasted. And then I never forget it. The bouncer was like, yo, you got to go out the back door. I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, so I'm going to the back door by myself. I'm like, this is weird. But I'm like drunk. So I'm, and this is when, like, now I would never, but I was like, okay, take me out the back door. Like, yeah innocent me walking out the back door and bro my I sat down because the bouncer just left me there yeah. I sat down I'm like ah, I'm drunk 
Oh, God. <laughs> People are walking by like, he's wasted. Yep, I'm wasted. <laughs> and I see him coming and he's snapping. He's like, are you fucking stupid? You can't get drunk in Toronto. Remember, I, I haven't been in the city for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. away. So he's in the city. Mm-hmm. You can't get drunk down here like that. Are you crazy? Are you know what could happen? Mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, yo, why are you yelling? Yeah, like, yeah. My head, I can't hear you. Why are you yelling? And then from there, he's like, I never want to see that again. So we we really didn't get to that point of like, of like really like getting drunk or having fun together like that. That was not, he would go to his parties mm-hmm. and I'd go to my parties. We didn't go to parties together because mm-hmm. I'm still, I just want to have fun yeah. and be free. He was more of, serious. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he was more serious. And yeah, so, you know, we, we grew apart from that. So now we're back together. I'm learning what he wants with hybrids. He's well, his, What year is this? Uh-huh. This is like 20... 17 now okay so 2017 we're back and we're hybrids is booming now now we're both involved and like people are seeing it we're doing pop-ups it's getting there people are buying it it's still called hybrids with the zed it's it's getting oh, you took the Z- so the I'll, yeah i'll tell yeah. you why but it was uh it was getting crazy and then we started to really you know and i wasn't privy to a lot of things that were going on one because i didn't care but two because <laughs> he also kept me away from it a lot of the stuff that he was doing and stuff so mm-hmm. I was just, we were just having fun. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, I was, my brother's, the, he's the guy right now. He's mm-hmm. a cool guy. So, hybrids is going well. I'm learning it. I'm realizing where he wants to take it and paying attention now. So, then 2018 comes, and I'm still working a little bit. The army guys, a lot of the army guys do security downtown. Mm-hmm. So, they got me into that. And one of my boys opened up a company, so I'm just doing security with them. I'm doing a lot of, uh, a lot of driving security too so picking up guys and mm-hmm. like whipping them around we had like uh concealed carries at that time too so we're just doing cool like bodyguard stuff yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. dope stuff so one night and like we, he hit me up he's like yo i haven't seen in a while i'm like yeah, i haven't seen you too so we go we eat at a restaurant in in rexdale why the hell we're eating in rexdale at this yeah. point it's yeah. fucking that that honestly that didn't make sense but you know what anyone who knows the good food is in the hood. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Eglinton has the, you know, it just hits mm-hmm. right. So you're not going to get the great food that you would get like in, down in Rexdale in like downtown. Yeah, fast, fast, fast. So we're going to this restaurant to eat and we're there, we're there, we're there. And if you know anything about English, like uh, foreshadowing, like now that I know foreshadowing and seeing everything happen, there were so many moments in that conversation that it was God talking through him to me. Mm. So many moments now that I'm hearing what he said, like he was like, listen, just stay on it. This is going to work. It's going to, hybrid's going to be big. Trust me. Just keep on it. Keep on it. Keep on it. I'm going to make it happen. And the conversation was just all about, like, trust me. It's going to happen. You know, believe. Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe Jeez. in it. And I'm there, like, eating food. Like, bro, shut what up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Man, like, why are you preaching to me about what your career is going to look like with this brand? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I had work, too. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like, I don't care but cool yeah, yeah yeah he's paying for the food so that's all i really care about it's here to eat <laughs> so but he was saying some things and then he looked at me he's like you know trust me when i say to you you just have to believe in something and it'll, it'll happen and i'll show you it's gonna happen don't worry um it's gonna like we're gonna make it we're gonna make it and he just kept saying that so then obviously like fast forward um you know we ate for like two hours I had to leave and I was on my motorcycle and he just sold his motorcycle. So he was like, oh, let me ride it around the, the plaza. And I was mm-hmm. upset because I was like, I got to go to work. And there was moments where he was like very selfish about my time because yeah. he didn't have to work. Right. So he rode around the block and then I got I got him off. I'm like, yo, you're so selfish. Like, I got to work. He's like, yo, I'll pay you to stay with me. Wow. 
He's like, how much are you making tonight? I was like, you know, security is like 120 for the night. Yeah. You finesse your way out the door. You get like, you know, the people paying to get yeah, in. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes you can make some money from security. But he's like, I'll pay you whatever it is you make at that door. I'll pay you just to spend time with me. Wow. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And Corey, like <laughs> thinking about that and seeing what happened now, like. That was a sign. Yeah. It, it, it was. It's not even that it was a sign. It's just depressing. Yeah. It's just, it just hurts because it's like. The man would have paid me, my twin brother, you know, mm-hmm. would have paid me to spend time. But work, money, mm-hmm. like, you know, like things that we have to worry about is like making money. And mm-hmm. the same lessons you're trying to teach me about standing on my own two feet. If I had called into work that night, I wasn't like, you're not going to pay me for just tonight. You're going to pay me for the weekend because you're going to get pissed that mm-hmm. like I stepped on the night. They probably won't have me for the weekend. So I ended up saying no. I was like, get off my bike. I'm like, yo, you're so fucking selfish. Like, bro, so I fucking get, I can't, you know, fuck with you. And that was the last thing I said to him. So then I'm now like getting on my bike and like there's two exits to the plaza. And normally I always like, like, can I say bye or whatever? But I just, I was so mad. I put my headphone, my helmet on and I left out one way mm-hmm. and then he was still walking to the car. And yeah, that's when, you know, whatever, like the guys came, they grabbed him. So that was your last conversation. Yeah. So him begging me to stay and me saying, fuck it. Yeah, that was the last conversation. So, like when I when I tell you about mental health and how shit gets real, like mm-hmm. you know, but there's also the, the reality is if I stayed, my parents could have lost two sons. You see what I'm saying? Jeez. You gotta you gotta re- like I'll sit back and be like you know blaming myself, blaming myself, blaming myself, and then I'll think because now now that so remember this is In like hindsight. this is Omar. Yeah. Now that I'm Wolf, mm-hmm. and I'll explain to you what I mean by that my parents would have lost two sons mm-hmm. or we both be in jail. Yeah. One of the two was happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, if I hadn't stayed there. But now that I, I I see how things were, listen, the conversation in the, the restaurant was, was that was the conversation that don't give this up, believe in it, and it'll happen. So if mm-hmm. anyone ever says anything about hybrids, yo, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. It's going to mm-hmm. be the biggest thing because mm-hmm. I believe in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's sad because they're, you know, we all talk about what could have done, should have done. Like four days before he had told me, you know, the motorcycle thing, you can get like a headset that you can listen to music and answer your calls from your helmet mm-hmm. while you're riding. Mm-hmm. Shit costs four hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm on army money right now. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the shit costs four hundred dollars and I I I didn't want to get it. And he was like, Yeah, he said to me. He's like, bro, if something happens and I call you, you can't pick up. Like, because I was always writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always writing. And he's like, if I call you and you don't pick up and something happens to you, what, like, what are you going to say then? Mm-hmm. So I was like, bro, if you're so concerned, go buy it for me then. So I never got it. When I was writing that day. Um, the same night? The same night mm-hmm. when he got taken, I did actually speak to him while they had him. Because, um, like, this whole ransom money shit was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but before I got the call, I missed 17 calls.